0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Jen with You Belong Fitness Studio out of Ohio, Jen How is it going? Happy Friday. What's going on?
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Look, we're excited to have you on. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with You Belong Fitness Studio, um, first, why don't we give you an opportunity to go ahead and give us a little description on how you would explain You Belong Fitness Studio, right? What would, if I came in and I was like, hey, give me a little rundown of what you guys do here how would that sound? Sure.
2: So we offer a variety of fitness classes. It is a group exercise studio. Um, So we primarily have women, but we welcome men. We love when men come in. It adds a different flair to our classes. So we have some dance fitness classes going on. Um, We have some toning classes, some yoga classes, and then I teach a cardio drumming class as well.
1: Gotcha. So a lot of versatility there. I love that. I think that's super important. And so, um, you know, we'll start with the bare bones basics here, Jen. Um, How many members are you currently serving?
2: So I've had roughly 830 people who have come through my doors from the time that I opened until
1: currently. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so now... Hypothetically speaking here, right? I mean, let's say members, traffic, leads, clients, all those things were unlimited here. Uh, How many clients do you think you could handle if if you could have like unlimited, right? From where you're at now, how much higher can you go?
2: So here's the thing with the classes. People come and go, Um, you know, their kids have sporting events. So my place in general can hold 45 people per class is the space that I have allotted for that.
1: Okay. And for you, what's been the best method or best practice of getting people through the door, new people to get new people interested?
2: Word of mouth. Word of mouth is my biggest tool. Um, I have hired a videographer. So he's come in and is currently shooting some commercials for me to put out on social media, on Instagram um, and on Facebook. So he's working on commercials for me, but my biggest promotion for people to get them through the door are friends telling friends and family members, you know, Hey, we found this great place. You need to come check it out. So definitely word of mouth is, is the key to get new people in.
1: Okay. Okay. And now obviously with COVID and technology and all these other great social media, With that becoming a big asset now and technology being a big asset there, has that ever played a factor in getting new people through the door as well? Have you ever used methods like that or considered that as well?
2: So as far as doing classes and videoing them and, you know, doing things that way, I never did that Um, through COVID. I did host some outdoor classes. So there's a big parking lot behind where I live. So I blasted nice. it on social media, and everybody had a big space that they could be in. Um, and that's kind of how I was able to stay afloat um, through that. So I never really had to do the online business. So, but I was still able to offer classes kind of through COVID.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, and. Do you feel like that's something that's still a priority to you, like do you the online route or doing that, like anything in that direction? Do you think like that's something that's still an asset to you or not really?
2: Um, I, I personally like the one-on-one. I like being able to look everybody in the face and telling them hello, seeing how they're doing, seeing how their day is going. That's what's important to me. I feel like there's such a huge disconnect when you're looking at somebody. Yes, you can still talk to them on the screen, but I really really like the in-person classes.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and I agree. I think you have a very personal personality. I can see why you enjoy the in-person stuff, right? That one-on-one. I think that's big. I think that's major. Um and I agree. I agree completely. I think it's important to have that, right? Um so, you know, if If you were to say here, right, like let's say, you know, what I like to ask this question, I'll ask this instead. Um, do you think that with them, the members you have now, right, and how many you're at, do you think that tracking and knowing your numbers and having your metrics down packed has been difficult? Because I, are you a one a one woman team?
2: I am. It's me and me. I okay. know I have other instructors that will teach there, but I am the only one that's running. The inside stuff of the business. In
1: the back end. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And so, how has that played an impact? How, how about tracking and understanding? Because, I mean, it's you versus everybody, really, right? And you have to know what everybody's doing, where they are, and where they stand. Sure. How have you been able to manage that?
2: Um, it's, it's challenging for sure. Um, I did have a booking site for a while that we were using, um, and that was helpful. You know, I have things on spreadsheets. Glore, I have a huge filing cabinet that has everybody's information on it. Um, and that's one thing that I'd like to capture when they come in. You know, I want to make sure I have their emails and their phone numbers so that if I don't see them for a while, I can shoot them a text and say, Hey, we miss you. How you doing? You know, we understand life is busy, but when you're ready, you know, we'll be here for you when you want to come back. And that's, you know, yes, it's a lot of work, but I, that's, I think what separates me from a lot of other gems per se, because they
1: don't necessarily do that. Gotcha. Yeah, and I agree. I agree they don't. Uh, that's important. And I think, I love that you're, you're an emphasis on, on the community and the culture that you've built, right? That you're building that tight-knit community and that's important. And I think that's one of the biggest things to kind of take into consideration, right? Like if you can have that, where you're that tight-knit and you know exactly who everyone is, I mean, that's, that's important. And so I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a longer-winded question here, but a good question in itself, right? Um, If you need to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. So, you know, um, we've been discussing this entire podcast and and, in the gym and fitness industry specifically, there's three pillars of business we use pretty predominantly, right? That's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Um, So of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most?
2: Um, I, I definitely think getting new people in is the biggest thing because there is, in any gym, such a turnover. There's different seasons of life that all the clients have when they come in. You know, my kids in football this week. So, yeah, I may not see them until football season's over, but I have to keep marketing to new people and keep bringing in new people. You know, retention obviously is important as well. Um, but you know we understand that there is a busyness of life, and it um, it just happens. So yeah, definitely I need to improve on getting new people through the door.
1: Yeah, And here, here, I want to say thank you for that. Right, I appreciate the honesty and transparency, especially on air, because oftentimes where people want we want to focus on the good here, and that's that's sure. very true. But I think when you can be honest about where you can improve and be that transparent, regardless of success, I think it's an eye opener for the viewers, and I think. It's appreciated as well, right? Where you can, you can do that and feel honest on here. So thank you for that, Jen. And so, you know, last two questions we hear, here, my two favorite questions. Um, you know, uh, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish long-term?
2: So ideally, I would like to branch out and maybe have a couple different studios. Um, I've lived in Ohio my entire life but I was supposed to be in Florida. So So ideally I would like to keep my studio here. Um, my oldest son graduates next year. So I would really like to open Congrats. up a studio down in Florida as well, you know, and keep the one running here and keep the community together that I've built here, but then open up a studio down there as well.
1: What part of Florida? If you don't mind me asking. You
2: no, know, I'd like to be over by the Tampa area.
1: Yeah, my my dad lives in Tampa. That's why I was asking. I saw he lives. Yeah, yeah literally uh, West Chase or something like that. I don't okay. know. But yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, look, Ohio's not that bad. I don't care. I mean, I think it's all right. But it's <laughs> terrible here. <laughs> no <laughs> but
2: yeah, ideally, <laughs> so that's where I want to be. Yeah. I want to, you know, have yeah. a space here and then one down yeah. there as well.
1: I love that. I, love that. I think it's a great goal. I think it's very realistic. I think you're very good at pushing the right reasons here. Right. I mean, that's emphasizing the community. Right? Sure. You're here for the right. You're not, you're, you know, you could have came here and like, Oh yeah, I want to have a million dollar gym. And then you're emphasizing profit, right? Which is inevitable. You want profit. You need for to sure. stay open. You need finances, but the community brings the finances, right? Sure. I mean, let's be honest. So I love that. And I think uh, you know where you want to be as well. So bringing that where you want to be and being two times as happy, I think will bring even better community. Absolutely. Too, right? So awesome stuff there, Jen. And one last question for you, my favorite question. And uh, I'm going to word it a little differently so it's a little spicy, right? Um, but uh, we had somebody like a month ago, I kid you not, he walked outside for like 20 minutes and was like, all right, I'm ready to answer. Like, <laughs> You got 10 <laughs> minutes, you better hurry up on this one. But uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, Jen, if you could go back in time to when you first started the gym, sit yourself down, you know, with all the knowledge you know now uh, and, you know, give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started what would that advice be for you?
2: Honestly, I would have probably waited a little longer to open. And the reason why I say that is because I opened in March of 2020 and I was open for a week and then I got shut down until August of 2020. So, you know, my first week, and it, you know, you have, everybody has to remember that my studio is small. I'm in a very little rural town like there are still horse and buggies that kind of cruise through my town so it's very tiny so my first week that I was open I made $1,500 in my first week now to big gym owners they're like that's nothing but to me that was rent plus some in my first week I'm like oh my gosh this is going to be amazing and then I got shut down and all that momentum that I had built up was gone so I have slowly been rebuilding that, you know. So looking back, had I known that COVID was going to be what it, it, what it was, I would have waited a little bit until things kind of leveled out and opened up a little bit later.
1: Wow. Wow. Jen, I appreciate the honesty, the transparency again, and that was a mic drop of an answer. Holy cow. I mean, way to close it out there. I mean, I know obviously – not on the most positive but i think the honesty again i think the transparency that's the biggest thing you know and it's just i think when you can be that open here i mean it really goes to show who you are as a gym owner and and just your beliefs your morale so Mm -hmm. so look jen thank you for your time thank you for everything way to close it out there look it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode but before we sign out jen you know please shout out your instagram facebook website anything you have where can people find out more about you and the gym
2: Sure. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under You Belong Fitness Studio. Um, It's located in Mogador, Ohio. So you can find me there. Um, Under Instagram, you can also find me under Jen Branny. It's B as in boy, R-A, N as a name, N as a name, E-Y. So that's where you can find me on social media.
1: There we go. There we go. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish on the road. And if you can, just stick around for one second to like let you know how you're gonna get the podcast. I would really appreciate it. Some people leave too but I'm gonna go ahead and close out the episode here. So uh, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us to talk about your fitness business. Click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Gym Lords out.
0: Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave-your-credit-card-at-home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview.
3: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Lana and Travis from Workout 24-7 in Goodview, Minnesota. Welcome to the show. How are you guys? Hello.
4: Good. We're doing well.
3: I'm excited to have you guys here and to learn more about what you do at your fitness businesses. But really, before we dive in too quickly to that, give me a really brief backstory as to what it was that led to you opening up Workout 24 7. Go ahead.
5: Well, I would say so I stayed home with the kids and and, but we also were thinking, like, how can we make a little bit of money? What can we do? What does our small town need? Um, and what doesn't demand all of our time? So in our little town of 1200, we were looking for a place to rent. Wasn't much. Um, I'm also a dietitian, That was what my bachelor's degree is in. So wanted to combine some health and fitness. Um, they were starting to pop up a little bit around right, which say Cannon Falls had one, they were kind of starting to pop up. So I did a little bit of touring. We discussed the idea. And um, lo and behold, a uh, Sunday night, I was coming home from a meeting and I saw for rent sign in the building. And the next day he came with me and we started measuring some things up, gave a damage deposit and we kind of jumped all in right away.
4: <laughs> we looked at the building. It was still full of appliances. It was a uh, appliance sales. They sold appliances out of the building. So yeah.
5: yeah. And <laughs> even when we took signups, we took pre-signups just because we we're like, oh, boy, let's just see if anybody's interested. So I remember I was sitting um, next to a washing machine. I had all of my paperwork there, had your contracts and agreements there, full of appliances. People are, and they were signing up and that's how it started.
3: Before they well, get even the death even. <laughs> that definitely means that the community like wanted something like this if they're willing to walk into right. an store and sign up for something that is supposed to be a gym um so you know you you started with one and now you have two. you have um workout twenty four seven is the name of your businesses. Give us kind of your elevator pitch. Tell us who you are, what services, products you have available for your consumer. Kind of paint a picture for us. All gyms are a little bit different. And I want to really understand your business model before we move forward in the conversation.
4: Well, <clears throat> we don't, we're don't. we kind of a bare bones gym. We don't have a lot of extra amenities. We've sprinkled that in through the years. Um, with some success, but it seems like it's hard to keep trainers and that type of thing. But we're—we're we're, our thought was provide a nice facility, clean, and uh, we've improved our gym a couple of times. We made a couple of moves at each location to try to get a bigger location and a nicer location. So we always thought if we had a nice location, we could bring in customers. Um,
5: yeah, I would say we're close, we're clean, we're convenient, we're there for the average person who wants to come in and get a nice workout. Um, you don't want to keep this all your products at home or all the equipment at home, and you just want to come in and get a nice all-around basic workout.
3: Okay, so basically people can come in and they just do their own thing, and that's really like what you have to offer at the facility. Um, have you guys ever offered training or classes or anything like that, or is it just something that you haven't really had the chance to touch?
5: we we've done both we had training we've probably had three trainers over the course of the years three probably Probably and and maybe four but not with the best success they don't seem real self-motivated um it just hasn't it hasn't been successful um I
4: don't know if it's the smaller market um you know there are you know 20 miles away they can drive to a population of 100,000 people and they have more of the personal training a little bit more uh yeah things that are set up specifically for that
5: and we also so. haven't really i mean i just did interview two personal trainers probably within the last month and a half and i think we're going to try to work forward with one she does seem real motivated you know you have to be self-motivated and uh, I, I would say some of the people that we had just didn't seem that way but so we've had the trainer didn't have a lot of success um done classes i used to teach zumba pilates and yoga um zumba went really well um pilates i didn't get as much in yoga i just had a couple but um
4: but our facility doesn't have a real good training space either classroom space so that's a, that's an issue too.
5: yeah we had to rent the dance studio that was next door that's in the same building as us for the pine island gym the good gym we really don't have any class space
3: yeah. And that's fine. I mean, like, I feel like if you have this model, you don't necessarily have to have classes. I mean, for some places it just doesn't fit. in. the reason why I asked about personal training is I think it's a really cool add on to what you already do, because it's not really going to cost you guys much more time nice. to have a personal trainer in the facility, but it is going to bring in extra revenue. And with that, there's definitely people in your community who probably want to work out, but they just don't know how. Um, and so if we can provide them with the guidance, whether that be personal training, programming, something like that, we're able to help more people. And I know for me, like I'm the type of person in this industry that's really in the industry because I like helping people. That's why I got into the fitness industry. And I feel like so far from our conversation, you guys would be the same,
5: right? Our uh, fourth son just got out of the army, and I told him I think he would be an amazing personal trainer. All, all five of our kids do like to lift, and they're they're very good at transforming their bodies and and whatever. So I was telling my fourth son, who is twenty, our fourth son who is twenty two, that he this would be a little nice little gig for him. He's not so sure yet, but yeah, I think he would be. He's great with people, motivated, but
3: we'll huh. stay what you guys? About- when if you do bring on that trainer is she going to be he or she going to be operating their own business underneath your roof or are you guys going to help feed her some leads to help her build the business or will it be a little bit of both
5: i think in my mind when we were thinking about what we were talking about being a mixture right like so i i sort of see it if somebody comes in and i sign up somebody then i give them like a card or here's the personal trainer's name and number and she would give you a 30 minute you know orientation on all the equipment or give you a rundown of something but some kind of something that we it looks like there's an incentive for them to reach out to her where's the value and then she can make a connection with them but that was our one thing you know it's a
4: marketing thing things i think we can uh you know, out there
5: also. yeah. I mean, we would love to do like a meet the trainer night, or once a month, first Monday of every month is something that the trainers here open for questions or whatever. You know, that we would like to try to help um, grow. I mean, if everybody, everybody wins if if they use her yeah. and if they feel like they're benefiting from it and they're getting to the gym more and. That's yeah. what I was asking my last few people I've signed up, you know, would they use a trainer? Does do they think that's beneficial? And I was trying to ask about their goals. And um, so, yeah, we're kind of,
4: and it's, it's kind of interesting. Cause if you get a good trainer, they're trying to grow their own business. It seems like also, and we have had in the past where all of a sudden they're trying to pull the business out of our gym to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to take them to their own facility or their, own their studio home and stuff like that. So it's a little bit of a, a risk somewhat to get the right right person.
3: I would agree. And I think that there's some things that we can really do to like, make sure that we're treating our, our, our trainers, like really, really good. We're providing them opportunities to make money and grow so that they don't want to leave. Cause a right. lot of times that's what happens is, you know, we have somebody training under a roof who thinks, okay, well, I can go make more money and do this somewhere else. And so right. then they leave and there's always going to be people that follow them. Mm -hmm. um i'm in the crossfit space unfortunately it's happened to me it happens to small like gyms like yours and so um it's just a matter of like we as business owners need to provide them opportunities so that they don't feel like they need to leave um and so i like your idea of working with them to help them give them some leads and not just like say hey this is your monthly run and you have to go fish on your own um i think it's important to have like a little bit of teamwork there um, but kind of want to shift the conversation here currently within the facilities, you know, how big are they? Um, how big is each one?
4: Uh, the Pine Island facility is around 3000 square feet and the smaller good U gym is 2000, 2,500 square feet.
3: Some right. So being that they're 24 seven, how many members do you guys have in them right now?
4: Well, um, uh, the smaller one, I think we have about a hundred members or hundred Contracts which can be family membership. I'd say 125 total. Pine Island is what did I figure out? Um, It was about 170, I would say 160, 180 people using the facility roughly.
3: Okay. Um, And so with those, are those a comfortable spot for you guys? Or are you looking to grow, hit the gas, welcome new memberships, I guess, because memberships could mean family, right? Right. Um, Welcome more people into the space. Where are you at there?
5: Well, I I definitely think we definitely think that we've got room, the space space can hold more clients, The space can hold more members. So we've had this conversation, we have it, I don't wanna say quite frequently, but we'll, we have this conversation of, do we need to do more? And if we do more, is it really going to give us more members or not? Or have we reached the threshold of who knows we're here and that we're here? And, and even if we put 10 more posts on Facebook, or get a trainer, or do something. Are we really going to get more? So we've kind of had that conversation. Um, I think we're leaning towards more. Let's let's do a little bit more to see if we can get some growth, right? Would you say?
4: Yeah, I would say the the smaller gym is almost up to where pre COVID. Mm-hmm. Bigger gym is not up to where it was before. So um, yeah, we definitely need to to get more members
5: down in, in yeah. the bigger gym. And we just haven't done, you know, we've been, I mean, we have, it's, it's been a blessing. I mean, we really go down there, we sign our people up, we, you know, talk to our clients who are in there. I mean, we have had some people that are there since 2006 when we first started. So it's not like it's this revolving door, but we also I know we haven't hit, not everybody knows that we're there. Like literally I can tell you this, but somebody who signed up yesterday, she's like, I'm kind of embarrassed to say I've been here for nine years and I didn't even know you were here. So (laughs) those kind of things kind of. And we're right
4: on the main street. (laughs) Yeah.
5: So, you know, we are right on the main strip. So those kind of things bum me out. Like, okay, how do we get to them? What do they, what modality are they? And you can only spend so much money on marketing.
3: You know, we're not, so I really like, I I really kind of want to stop you there because I like, I like the path that you're going down with (laughs) this conversation. I want to touch on a few things. You know, you, you said kind of twofold here. You're kind of deciding on, do we need to like add more within the gym or do we need to just like go look to find more members? So let's talk about both of those things. What are you actively doing now to find new members, new clients um, in terms of like, how are you aiding that growth process? Or are you just kind of like many of us, hoping that they're going to walk in the front door.
5: I would say that's basically it, right? We, we,
4: yeah, well, we, we tried a little more exposure. We've provided a scholarship at the high school, you know, this year for the seniors. That was one additional yeah. thing. Um,
5: we do have a, oh, you know, we do have a, we, so this is how Travis and I roll too. We don't really have this big methodical plan sitting out in front of here and check, check, check. Here's where we are. We we just we're kind of like, okay, this is working. We seem to be doing okay. Let's try this and move forward. But um, but now we have well, we've always had the referral program. If somebody signs up, they get them. They get a month free That's if cool. your friend refers them. So that has been successful i guess but we don't really track anything because we're we're not big trackers um so <laughs> that we don't know um we recently somebody approached us and we have these tvs in our gym these two big tvs well, each gym has a big tv but there's like nine different in the area so the local bar has one the restaurant has one of these tvs bowling and then, alley. yeah the bowling alley and it just runs um uh, all these ads or per se, I guess. So ours comes up and it's a nice look and it says workout 24 seven. It's got a oh. picture of a gym and it's got a quote about motivation. And then it says something about silver and fit one pass. And, and there's like three of those. So, and that goes in every, what?
4: Well, I was just gonna say when they're, so when people are sitting in the bar, sometimes they get motivated to start working out. I guess.
3: Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I talked I to a CrossFit, a CrossFit owner out in California and. He conveniently was located right next to a brewery, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't have to advertise. These people are in the bar, and then they right. come next door. Right. Yeah. Um, So that was really, really, you know, it's 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 good that you guys have like some things like that that are gonna generate word of mouth and have clients come in the door because word of mouth is something in this industry that we can always count on. Like, there's gonna be some word of mouth. We're gonna get some referrals. But when we look at like longevity and we look at like scalability, we have to do a little bit more if we really want to grow. Um, and so that's just a matter of like trying different things. And in your community, like you're going to have to kind of play around a little bit. Do you guys have a social media presence right now? Is that something that you guys utilize or not really? Not really.
5: I actually had someone just message me yesterday or well, no, this week and just said, hey, just checking. Um, are you guys still open? I see you haven't posted anything on your page since April 15th or April. And I'm like, oh, we are open. Um, I just, I sell real estate also. And that is very, um, it's a very good business. I've done well with it. And so it's, I spend a lot of time growing that and
4: well, quite frankly, through the COVID, you kinda of, the wind was out of our sails. It's like, why do yeah. you even focus on that at all? Because it's not people aren't gonna come in and that's yeah. why yeah. it just kinda of, is a little bit depressing for a couple of years there. Yeah. And now we're thinking about what can we do now to turn yeah. it back to where yeah. it was?
5: And we did like, you know, when you first start a new business, right, it's your baby and you're all excited and you're motivated. So when we first probably started Pine Island and moved to the new gym, like in, I don't know, 2010, the bigger space, I did go around a bunch of, businesses in town I don't know three four five businesses in town and dropped off some flyers let them know we're here asked them if they had any fitness reimbursement plans if they wanted to come and you know work together but that would have been you know 10 years ago and then there was probably crickets from that like I didn't hear anything and nobody um got back and so you kind of you
4: have to throw a lot of things against the wall and see what sticks or maybe just yeah uh,
5: or persistence and we probably at that point,
3: whatever. Yeah. Lana, do you use social media at all for your real estate or do you have just like a pretty good list of clients?
5: I use it probably more. I mean, I use it for real estate, but um, I, I don't do it as much as I should either. You know, I have a Lana Heeman Realtor on Instagram and I, I'll i post, you know, open houses there or different little things on there. Not as much as they say you're supposed to do. Um, and I have a Facebook page, Lana Heeman Realtor.
4: And workout 24-7 at both locations.
5: Exactly. There's a
4: Facebook page.
5: I don't yeah. have an Instagram. The, the lady yesterday said, oh, you should get a workout 24-7 Instagram. And I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't do that to her. I was like, oh, you, is that what you would, you know, get through and I'm thinking that's, a, I don't want to manage another thing, but, you know.
3: So that'd I mean, Most I types of things we can, you know, you can kind of finagle them to be pretty automated. They're not going to take you a lot of time, but they're there for the clients who We'll find you in those places. And like you mentioned before, you know, you had a lady that said that she's lived in the town for eight years and didn't know that, that you were there. So imagine out of the other 3000 people in the town, there's gotta be some more people who still, again, have no idea that you're there, but maybe they're looking to lose weight. Maybe they're looking to gain a little bit of muscle. Maybe they just feel like crap about themselves and they need to work out. Who could benefit from your services, but we're not reaching them. Yeah. Um, what I've seen a lot of gyms do, and from personal experience, I've tried it as well, is like utilizing Facebook or or Instagram and doing like some sort of targeted ad yeah. where it's like, hey, um, we're looking for, we'll we'll, we'll uh, kind of figure it out so that we're looking for women between age eighteen and forty five, and we do it super targeted so that that ad reaches them on their Facebook they see it they see it once they see it twice and then that third time they're finally like okay well dude like that's there maybe I should go check it out I've been wanting to lose a little bit of weight um so I've seen that to be effective is that something that you guys could ever see like working in your area I
5: do I, I do I, I would think it would um And I actually, you know, we used to do surveys, paper surveys years ago, you know, we would leave them or comment things that we would leave for the clients. And I was talking to some people last week when I was signing them up, you know, when I was also asking questions, I said, you know, maybe I'll put out a survey, you know, you can do pretty easy surveys uh, um, and maybe I would do something like that for work out 24 seven people to see you know because we've had this conversation maybe our current members don't want anything else maybe they're like I love to go in I see nobody there I do my thing and I get out Mm -hmm. maybe maybe. so we're that's what I probably should do too Mm
3: -hmm. yeah but like also what our members want is very important but we it's okay to be a little bit selfish here and so like what what role do you guys hope to play in this business in the future like do you want to be able to sell it off? Do you want to always have it? Like, what do you see your future like for workout 24 7?
4: Boy, that's the topic of our arguments nowadays.
3: Yes. <laughs> i I didn't mean to a can of worms here. Yeah. Really that's, the, that's
4: the fun about being a uh, husband and wife partners. You know, we have to. You know, sometimes we don't always agree. That's yeah for sure. So, um, All everything is up in the air right now as far as what we're gonna do, but we do think we need to grow it a little bit, uh, focus on it a little more uh, before we decide what our ultimate goal would be. I guess at some point we might want to sell.
5: Yeah, I think, or at least one of them, possibly. Yeah, I kind of think how we've landed is our plan is to really give it um, a good effort here again again it's me it's, it's not losing i mean it's fine it's it's okay it, it's got members we pay the bills it's does its thing but we're sort of like okay it's doing this without much effort from us right so what if we pursue the trainer bit what if we do a little bit more Facebook ads or some more marketing, would we go from here to here? And and then what? Now we've got a nicer business to sell, or maybe it feels more lucrative and we're like, oh, okay. So I think we've decided we're going to sort of give it, I don't want to say another last ditch effort. That sounds dramatic, but give, <laughs> give it, it some more,
3: more. Yeah. adrenaline.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And like you said, yeah. it's doing fine right now, but why not? more, right? Why, why not spend a little bit more time figuring out what you can do to make it even better? Right. Um, and then, yeah. you know, all areas of your life will benefit from that, I'm sure. Right. Um, do you guys want to retire on a beach in Bali or like, do you want to stay in good here or, or what, what's the plan there?
4: Well, I don't know. we have a lot of, we have quite a few rental properties also. So we work on that. So we have a few different oh, things going on. So we just kind of go around and focus on different things as needed and right uh, put out fires instead of being more proactive. And-
5: <laughs> exactly. So we, yeah, so we have, I mean, not a few, but we have like 20 rental properties and we're starting our second Airbnb we have five kids, we've got two gyms. I sell real estate. He, to help all of this manage a little bit better. He just, he quit his job about a year ago in May. Okay. So that's been a blessing and it's been helpful, but that was a great, how he said that we kind of go put out fires where they're needed. And so we've been kind of doing that over the last mm-hmm. year. And I think now we're trying to get to be, that was our goal. That was our word that we're working towards streamlining and being more proactive now. So yeah. More I mean, towards things.
3: yeah i'm excited for you magic wand type situation if i were to hand you a magic wand right now and said all right all your dreams and goals for workout 24 7 have come true um what would that picture look like for you guys if you could achieve anything there's no limitations here <laughs> To me, I would
5: like some. I would like some structure there where someone looks at a little bit of a calendar and say, "Oh, I see Monday nights they have women's night from seven to eight, and there's some lady in there cranking out the music, and they're just working on circuits or something." Um, and then we've got a trainer in there. I'd like it to be a little busier, um, not loud. Like our gym's not a loud, ruckusy gym, but I would like to see more people in there. Um, with an active trainer who is helping people really meet their goals. And I, this we've battered around for a long time is I like the idea of I sit down with somebody when they sign up and then I send them a thank you card that gets to them in a week or something. I fill it out when they're there and then then I've got their goals. And, and we do that on a steady basis. So we're trying to really help them meet their goals too. I don't yeah. know.
4: Well, another thing I would think would be if we could find the perfect trainer that would want to take on extra responsibility and, you know, team up with her to try to grow the gym, I think that would help us also to have somebody yeah. who's spending time there. And I'm sure, you know, that's how a lot of gyms work, but but uh, just having a good trainer there would help with yeah.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I like your idea, Lana, of like a super kind of personalized approach when somebody first joins. I -hmm. think like when we take the time to talk about, talk to them about their goals and kind of help them come up with a plan of action as to how they're going to get there, it means a lot. It definitely helps with that retention piece, makes them feel seen, heard. They want to continue coming year after year because literally you took the time to get to know them and you took the time to follow up with them about those goals. Um, But, you know, I'm super excited for you guys. I'm excited that we got to have this conversation now when it seems like you're really looking to start to put a little bit more effort into the growth of these businesses. It's neat to hear that perspective. Um, And so I appreciate your time um, today. Uh, What is the website? Like, is there a particular place that our listeners can go to check you guys out A website, Well, you said you don't really use Facebook, but if somebody's looking to reach you guys, what would be the best method? See, that's
5: kind of a, probably a problem. We we don't have a Facebook page. I
2: mean,
5: we don't have a, we don't have a website. Sorry. We don't have a website. So it's like, um, people will message me and be like, oh, I don't, I can't find your website. Like we don't have one. Basically Facebook facebook or you if you drive down main t- main street of pine island or if you're in good you look over there you it's a big <laughs> there's a big my my number our numbers are on there but it, it's probably not the best you know when <laughs> after we knew we were going to do this we started talking about things we're like oh my gosh we don't even do that oh wow we don't <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, Through the years, we've been around for quite a while and we've seen a lot of businesses, a lot of fitness centers come and go, change ownership. And mm-hmm. somehow we've scrapped or scraped, scraped and clawed and made it our, you know, made it 16 years. And yeah uh, we're just
5: I think we're well, really <laughs> I think we're really personal with our people that when they come hey. in there. And I yeah. think we're genuine. I mean, I know we are. We're both very genuine. When he gets in there and he's visiting with the people. gets to know them and I think that resonates with people when I sign people up I am a people person I like people um until they bring a friend in or don't change their shoes um otherwise you know it goes well and so I think that has helped us but we do probably this conversation has sparked us to be like how do we get
4: who we're missing? Definitely look <laughs> at the Jim Lord, Lord podcast a little more and get some more advice through all the, all the Yeah,
3: yeah, definitely some good episodes to listen to for sure that will give you some more good ideas. But nonetheless, I'm really excited again that I had you guys here. Thank you for your time. Um, for giving back to the industry by having this conversation. We've got like a bunch of listeners here and, and there's definitely people who can relate to you. So I appreciate it. Listeners, if you tuned in today, thank you. Don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out.
0: Now stick around for the rest of this episode.
3: Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement
6: orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Jackie Lucas from Evolve Mindful Movement out of the West End of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. What's going on, Jackie? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
7: Excellent. It's been a busy summer. Thank you so much for having me, Alex.
6: There you go. There you go. Excited to have you on as well. So I appreciate you joining um, you know, and giving some of your time to sit here with me as well. Um, but perfect. Let's not waste any time here. How, how did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility?
7: Sure. So I have had a lifelong background in movement, um, comes, um, a little different maybe than some of the other, um, folks that come to your podcast. My background is actually in classical ballet. I've studied that through, um, my childhood minored in ballet in college, continued to teach and, uh, to take class um, in New York City post college and just really um, was immersed in that in that realm um, up until I had kids. And I realized that, uh, you know, maybe there are I should explore some other movement modalities that are more accessible to people through different stages and phases of life, you know, whether that's pregnancy or, you know, a lot of people have different barriers or injuries or limitations that, you know, they experience. Um, So when I was pregnant, I started training um, with first prenatal yoga. Then I started realizing there's so many different movement modalities out there. I um, started learning about all the other um, approaches to yoga and mindfulness. Um, I started training in classical Pilates as well. And then after having my second child um, in 2007, um, I took my first bar class and it was just amazingly eye-opening. Um, it was such a fantastic experience because bar classes, um, they were originally um, created as a method to rehabilitate from an injury. Um, and you know they're very, very accessible. They're based very much on ballet conditioning, um, fused with some movements that are familiar from the yoga tradition and Pilates movements um, and some traditional calisthenics as well. So very much based on gravity and, um, body weight and, um, you know, resistance of using two opposing muscle groups. And it's just phenomenal what you can do, um, without a whole lot of equipment, um, you know, in a really, really safe way. So, um, yeah, that experience of, uh, the first bar class that i took after you know having my second baby it was mind-blowing really just feeling like wow this could really you know become transformative and soon after that i um i had signed up to to train and and get certified as a teacher um which was fantastic and i've been teaching ever since so that was the original you know entry point into um you know, the fitness arena as it were. And, uh, you know, after teaching for a number of years and, you know, my kids growing up, you know, they, they got more into their own things. I got more independence in my own life and I really wanted to open a studio that, um, offered this movement methodology in a, in a really deep, serious way. Um, so I went on to get some more certifications and learn even more and, uh, you know, offer something really unique that you cannot find um, very many places at all.
6: There you go. So, so evolve mindful movement. Do you guys specialize in solely bar? I know you do mostly small group personal training. Is that really what the whole team specializes on?
7: All of our teachers are certified bar instructors um, and have trained with me personally. Um, We also do offer Yoga and Pilates, and we've done some different, you know, mindfulness and meditation workshops and things like that over the years. Um, but our core expertise is in classical bar in the Lottie Burke tradition, and what that means is it's it's squarely based on um, the Lottie Burke method of bar. Lottie Burke was a professional ballet dancer actually back in the 1940s um, in in Germany, and then she moved to the UK. Um, and uh, she was a professional dancer. She had a huge um, back injury. And she created this method in order to rehabilitate her strength and her flexibility after that injury in order to be able to dance again. So the class is not a dance class in and of itself, but it's a very structured, full-body workout that you know focuses on strength in all of the muscle groups of the body, as well as range of movement and flexibility. Um, and... It's, it's just a phenomenal um, method. She passed this on to her daughter. Um, her daughter's name is Esther Fairfax, and her, her daughter is in her late 90s presently, and she's continuing to operate a studio in, in London, actually. Um, yeah. Back in 2018, I traveled to London to get a teacher certification in the original Lottie Burke method from Esther Fairfax, and um, it was really an inspiration. Um, you know, she was in her 80s and continuing to move with such power and grace and ease that I just have rarely, rarely seen, um, you know, in a lot of people half her age. So, um, you know, that's what I wanted to really study and and bring to my clients at Evolve Mindful Movement. Um, there you go. You know, the idea that you can take a class, um, you know, whether you are, you know, just getting started or whether you've been doing this for a decade. Um and there's always, always more to learn. I think the more you do this method, the more challenging it can become. You know, it really never right. gets easy. You never plateau. But there's always more refinements that you can uh, take to make it even deeper and, and more rewarding.
6: There you go. There you go. So, so you guys started three years ago, pretty much pre-pandemic, right before yes. the pandemic started. How's that experience been for you?
7: yeah, it's been a roller coaster, like anybody in the industry will tell you, right? Um, I definitely, you know, I empathize with everybody that has, you know, really been practicing, you know, figuring out how to roll with it and how to constantly change and adapt. I mean, it's, thankfully, it's aligned with our our core value of, you know, evolving, of changing, of realizing that there's nothing constant in this life, um, that it's a constant reassessment and, uh, you know, setting new goals and uh, realizing that, you know, the the landscape's always shifting. So, um, yeah, the pandemic has been definitely interesting. Um, we were coming right up on our one-year anniversary. I was thinking we were going to have a huge party and a celebration and um, just as I started to lay some plans for that, um, you know, everybody was ordered not to basically leave home for, for what we thought would be maybe a few weeks turned into a few months. Now we're still navigating the ups and downs. But um, luckily, I had already had a training and a certification in online fitness um, instruction prior to the pandemic. So okay. I was able to immediately train my entire staff to offer all of our classes on the Zoom platform Um, where I think a lot of people were still figuring out what's Zoom, how do we do this, is this possible, will people like it? Um, You know, um, the good thing about our classes is that it doesn't require much equipment. Um, You know, you could do this in a very small space at home. Um, We missed the camaraderie of being physically in the same space, but we were able to pretty much continue without skipping a beat thanks to a rapid transition to Zoom. Now, you know, of course, we're back in the studio, Um, but we're continuing to offer classes on zoom and, you know, that sometimes makes it convenient if somebody might be traveling for work or have small kids at home that they don't want to leave completely, but, you know, maybe they could occupy them, you know, in in another room that they could get on zoom and take a class and not have to miss the class. You know, it allows people more flexibility and more consistency and, you know, that has been a silver lining, I think of the pandemic.
6: Yeah, very smart. I mean, I've seen so many gyms now that are including the virtual training in their line of services and offering things like virtual nutrition and accountability where, you know, they're connected with different apps. Like, um, you know, there's MyFitnessPal, Trainerize, where you could um, offer, give your, your clients daily meal plans, give them a weekly grocery list and daily workouts for when they're not with you. Um, and you know, give them higher quality service and turn you're able to charge more add extra layer of revenue. So I think the whole virtual training model is really, really smart. Um, how many members are you currently sitting at now? If you don't mind me asking.
7: Gosh, um, you know, I think we're just, um, I think we're at a couple hundred okay. um, at the moment. Um, and, you know, that's, that's my biggest goal is to just increase our membership, um, okay. increase our community. Um, and yeah, we're, you know, we're adjusting because whereas pre pandemic, we might have, you know, fit 20 or so people into a class. Um, we actually changed locations, um, about one year ago. Um, so we moved from downtown to the West end and it's a super vibrant neighborhood that, uh, you know, I'm really, really happy there. And, uh, it it was the best thing we could have done because now we've got a slightly smaller space and our class size is smaller, but I think, you know, we're getting people that are really committed and really interested in that um, relationship they're building with the Evolve mindful movement um, instructors and with one another, you know, I think that's a huge aspect of why people come to group fitness in the first place. You know, some people come the physical benefits they want to build muscle or get flexible or have a weight loss goal or there's all kinds of physical reasons but the thing that I like to emphasize more than anything is the mindfulness aspect of it just how do you feel when you have this consistent habit you know and um, you know just the energy level and the focus and you know the opportunity to sort of clear the slate for that hour of time when you're in a class you know from whatever the clutter of your mind was before you came in there, you know, focus and be present on what you're doing right then and there. You get so much out of that, I think, beyond the physical um, gains, if you will. Um, so, you know, that's where we're really focused is, you know, quality rather than quantity. I think that's a huge element of what we're doing.
6: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and so what what does growth really look like to you in wanting to, to grow your membership a bit more? Is there a certain number, a certain goal that you're trying to hit? What does that really look like?
7: Yeah, I think, you know, growth is always, um, you know, an important benchmark of success. But I think also, you know, just going back to that quality over quantity, you know, having people that are there for the long haul who realize that, you know, this is really a lifestyle that's so rewarding, you know, that there's always more to get out of it. That there's always more challenge. There's right. always another level. Actually, you know, this is what I think is so unique about this workout is that, you know, with refinements in form, it's all in the details. You can move one inch differently and and feel a thousand percent more challenged. Um, you know, when you're working with with an instructor that's really skilled and can really understand um, you know, how the body is working and how to, you know, make it a little bit more efficient and a little bit more purposeful. Um, yeah, there's just endless, um, opportunity for growth for, for every client.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, bar, bar working or bar workout is, it's a little different to market, right? A little different to get members. What type of things do you actively do to, You know, at least aid the growth process that you have seen.
7: Yeah, it's a good point because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about bar. And, you know, a couple of things that I've been really on a mission to address um, is, you know, the notion that it's for women only (laughs) because it's not. And we have plenty of um, men that are devoted members. And I have to say, um, you know, some of them come, they get dragged along, you know, by a significant other or, you know, whatever. And, you know, they come, they experience it, and they're like, "This is man, nothing like what I thought it was going to be. This is right. amazing. Like, this was really challenging. Like, if I did this on a regular basis, I can't imagine how I would feel and how I would look. This is just incredible. You know, they're just mind blown by reality versus preconceived notions. Um, yeah. And and the, you know, they they are the quickest committers and the most long term committers as well they're just shocked at what they didn't realize Um, and I love that I love um, you know busting those preconceived notions Um, the other two things that I think people misconceive or misconstrue about bar classes is that either you have to be super flexible to be able to do one or that you have that it involves some sort of dance or choreography and people are like I I'm not coordinated or I'm not I'm not a dancer I can't do that or think it's not for them um, and like I said it's you know it was created by a professional ballerina and as we know you know professional ballerinas are completely fit from you know the tips of their fingers to the toes I mean it's like right. every single muscle group is so fine-tuned and the movements are so precision oriented and intentional and uh you know there's so much that goes into that um It was created by a dancer in order to rehabilitate so that she'd be able to dance again. It's not a dance class. So the idea is how to most efficiently build strength and balance and flexibility and range of movement and focus you know in in a super thoughtful efficient um you know class so that's the the idea and people come thinking gosh I'm not flexible i don't think I can do it but it's nothing about how flexible you are it's like you know i've heard people say well you know is he somebody gonna come and say well i am so dirty i am just definitely not going to take a bath
4: yeah.
7: <laughs> you know right, or, shower right. or whatnot you know like that's <laughs> you know that doesn't make any sense like you would take a shower every day like even if you're dirtier than you've ever been before you're still going to take a shower and, and you are still going to do it every day so that right right you know you just um it's all part of you know self-maintenance right so self-care um being the best you can inside and out
6: and so h- how do you how do you find your members right especially how do they find you do you focus more so on you know word of mouth community outreach do you do any type of marketing at all All the above. Needs?
7: yeah we do a lot of word of mouth we definitely um you know get involved with partnerships in the local community with other businesses and so forth i volunteered okay. my time as, as well um you know donating classes to um you know communities in need as well um you know that's a win-win for everybody more exposure and also just helping people that may not have access to group fitness or you know be have comfort you know
4: right,
7: have, right. i felt comfortable stepping into that um you know solo so you know i've done that sort of thing and then i've also Um, donated classes sometimes to like a a road race or something that happens um, you know annually where then I could you know do a pre-race you know mindful movement class and sort Mm -hmm. of give a 30 minute warm-up and you know hitting those kinds of events have been fantastic because again those people maybe they're they're all about being runners you know and they're not so much into group fitness or a gym or you know something like that so for them to get exposure that way, you know, sometimes they're like, wow, that really helped like that. I felt so great. I never felt so limber and strong and focused before my run. Like it was the best run ever. Um, yeah. I mean, so it leads people to kind of open their minds when you get into a a group of people, a target audience, if you will, that, you know, didn't see themselves as your target audience before. And then once they get a taste of it, they're like, oh, wow. Like there's a lot more I can get out of that. I didn't, think about that before um so I think getting in front of fresh new audiences like that can be super valuable
6: okay okay and do you do any type of paid marketing as well what about that piece have you done any type of like digital marketing or print ads
7: sure yeah both Um, you know I keep a consistent social media presence we post pretty frequently we have some different special deals and offers seasonally or you know um you know, for different times of year and whatnot. So, you know, occasionally we will do paid promotions um, on various digital platforms to advance those offers, um, get them in front of more um, people, uh, of course. And then print print marketing, sure, like, you know, buyers and postcards and things like that to have a visual presence, um, you know, around town. Um,
6: Cool. Cool. So, so how many, how many leads would you say you get on like a given weekly or monthly basis? um, You know, given the forms of marketing that you do do.
7: Gosh, it's tough to quantify like that because sometimes people will call in and, you know, we'll always ask, you know, how'd you hear about us? And some of it is through our marketing programs. Some of this, you know, somebody may just um, take that step and and book a new client special and just come in and, you know, um, start taking class and, you know, maybe they've seen us here and there, you know, whether it's online or, you know, a postcard or word of mouth, you know, a lot of times people, um, after they're exposed to us through more than one touch point, you know, they'll take that step. So, um,
6: and what's the biggest driver for you that's brought the most members, at least what you've doubled down on, right? Because it is helpful to test a lot of things like, print-on-demand, digital marketing, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, there's so many things now. What's worked best for you that you've seen?
5: I think
7: digital marketing and public relations. I think, you know, also there's been, you know, some local publications that have featured um, me and my business. And I think that has been super effective to, you know, have a more in-depth article published about, Um, our studio and what we're doing, what makes it different, you know, it allows us us the opportunity to break it down a little bit more in detail for readers. um, So that, you know, kind of allows us the opportunity to, again, break those preconceived notions about what bar is, who it's for, you know, what it's like, um, and explain to people that, you know, honestly, it's so accessible but yeah, it it's, can be super challenging and super effective for anybody that's, you know, involved in um, wellness and fitness and wants to take it up a notch. You know, they'll be very surprised at uh, how it how this methodology can challenge you and continue challenging you well
6: i'm sold jackie i, I think i want to i might be trying bar now yeah, we'll see you on I, zoom you
7: know I've, yeah i've talked All to a handful, on the
4: west
6: coast yes <laughs> i've talked to a handful of, of bar gym owners and you know they're always raving about how good of a workout it is so i'm like i need to i need to get in there and try i like to at least try different types of you know group training type classes i've done For some profit sure. and a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, cool. So, so what about that digital marketing piece? You said that that's a good driver for you as well. What does that look like? Is that Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google SEO?
7: Yes. All of the above. And, yeah. uh, and again, like I think the caliber of our instruction is something we've been able to emphasize, um, you know, within those platforms, because I think, you know, it's interesting. Boutique fitness is is on the rise and it has been for it several is, yeah. years Um and really really
6: easy to market online
7: yes exactly it's it's easy to market but it's uh could be a very crowded space Hmm. so I think it's super important to be able to set yourself apart and I think you know that's one area where we have a huge advantage at Evolve Mindful Movement there's a lot of studios out there that get their their instructors certified in bar and you know in a weekend or something like that and you know, my initial certification to teach bar was a 200-hour um, certification, and you know, I just kept building from there. And and like I said, I was certified to train in the original Lottie Burke method by Lottie's daughter. And, yeah. um, You know, there there are less than a handful of individuals with that level of training here in the United States. Um, you know, it's a really um, it's a wonderful opportunity to share that with. Clients and be able to really instruct them in a very um, thoughtful um, way that is super attentive to the details. You know, you're not just going to, you know, approximate the workout, but, you know, the more attention and focus to the details, the more um, efficient and profound your results will be. So you want to make sure you're working with an instructor that knows their stuff, that's gotten some really in depth training. And that's where I think we shine, you know, and that's why we really love to work with small groups or individuals with one on one training and we could do that. Okay. You know, we love to do it in, in person, but we can do the personal training actually on zoom as well. Um, so, you know, that's been really, really rewarding.
6: Cool. And I think that's super helpful, especially being a bar facility, you know, talking a little bit about how you market, how you market yourself, spread the word. Right. So, so what type of like front facing offers do you run on Facebook, Instagram, on the ads that you run, you know, to get people into the door, to get interested leads?
7: Yep. Um, a constant is our new client special offer. Um, and, and sometimes that offer will change, um, but, you know, usually it's just an intro offer. You know, first three classes for $30. You cannot beat that, um, right,
5: right. you know,
7: just to get them to think, well, gosh, how can I how can I say no to that? Um, you know, and, and they're kind of incentivized not just to come take one class, but, you know, maybe to take a class from a couple of different instructors, see who might be their favorite. Um, see what time works best for them, you know, see how it feels after a couple of classes how they physically feel as well. Because maybe after the first class, you're sore. You're like, I don't know, did that, I'm so sore. You know, was that, is that for me? I don't know. You're kind of still Mm -hmm. assessing it. Sometimes it takes more than one go at something brand new to really feel like, is this um, something that I see myself doing on a regular ongoing basis? And I would say often after three classes, I mean, people are often super enthusiastic, um, you know, and it's amazing to me how many people will say, "I, I feel stronger already (laughs) I'm thinking well I don't know that's pretty um pretty interesting and I think it's some of it is my part of that the power of your mindset of you know what you feel yourself and, and intend yourself to be doing and you know once you get on that track and you feel committed and you feel like you're building momentum and making progress it's really really powerful it's just incredible to see that transformation with people and you know like I said people come to our studio with a variety of different um goals sometimes you know they're returning to fitness after an injury or after pregnancy or after just you know life gets busy and they're like oh I used to love working out and you know I've been away for it for a while and now I'm coming back in or you know I get crossfitters who are like I've just been working out with super heavy weights and really really feel like I'm abusing my body and and, and I got all these injuries but I love it a super intense workout you know I wanted to see what this is all about and you know sometimes they're like i I wanted to do something more gentle and they'll come and take class and realize wow like i'm not really abusing my joints and using super heavy weights but this is not a gentle workout in the sense that it's easy it's very very low risk when it comes to injury but i've had guys who are used to lifting super heavy weight um, do bar for a few months and realize, wow, they're able to, you know, dabble in the CrossFit and the the gym the way they used to. And they're lifting heavier than before. Yeah. So they're telling me, I thought I would lose strength, you know, and just work on flexibility and, you know, just take it easy and give myself that. But really I, you know, I repaired, I healed and I got stronger. You know, it was, it's, it's always surprising and, and wonderful to hear that.
6: There you go. So so what's like the, the goal, the big picture for you moving forward with the business, right? Is it to continue to grow, move back to a bigger space? What does that really look like to you?
7: I think we're just working on refining, um, again, quality or quantity. Um, I'm super happy with the space we've got right now. The location is gorgeous. Um, no, I think we just want to keep on adding to our, you know, Uh, roster of offerings I think you know where where it fits maybe more custom workshops and seasonal special um, you know classes that maybe um, happen on a limited time but uh, you know I think just more depth and variety of of different offerings but I think we're always going to keep bar as our core um, core competency that's where we really really shine um, and we have such, such, uh, training and expertise. So, um, yeah, just continuing to polish the apple, if you will.
6: Okay. Okay. So, so if you could have like a magic wand, Jackie, like a magic business wand, have your business be in the exact position that you want it, what would that really look like to you?
7: Yeah. Just more members, you know, and, and more classes on the schedule. You know, I think that's what we would want to do, but continue to keep it, you know, boutique size. I don't want to have a a massive gym or or more locations. I really treasure the hands-on aspect um, that I currently have with it and the relationships that I'm personally building and that I'm facilitating amongst the other, you know, my staff members and um, the members of Evolve Mindful Movement.
6: And so what do you think is like the the biggest bottleneck or the thing that's been holding you back from being able to hit the membership goals that you want?
7: Yeah, I think the pandemic, I think that would probably be the number one source of people's uncertainty. Um, you know, I think it's just that it's, I want people to look at this as a lifestyle, as an ongoing commitment, as something that they're really feeling like I can't live without it. It's you know, this is that important to my mind and my body, the mindfulness aspect and the movement aspect. Um, and I just still think there's a there's a level of caution and, and a little bit of nervousness with regards to the pandemic and, you know, what's going to happen next. I just think everybody's been sort of really rocking and rolling with the changes. And, you know, I think we're seeing little by little, we're seeing a recuperation there and a, a sense of the fact that, you know, this is something we're going to have to probably live with for many, many years and life needs to go on. You know, it doesn't mean necessarily throw caution to the wind and forget about it, but it means right. like we need to understand um, ways to go about what our what our goals are and and pursue what's important and, and incorporate those valuable experiences into our lifestyle, whether there's a pandemic or not, you know, we're committed yeah, yeah, to that yeah. and we're going to do what we need to do.
6: I agree. I agree. It's here already, you know, so it can't be something that you, that us, even, you know, any business owner allows to be an excuse of why they can't grow or get to the point where they want. What do you think has to happen, um, you know, in order for that bottleneck to be eliminated so that you could at least continue to grow, hit the goals you want, be more profitable, so to speak? Um,
7: I think it's just continuing to diversify offerings and to address people's concerns, you know, I think just that open communication needs to happen um, in order to continue on that growth path um, and to come at it from a place of, of zero judgment. You know, I think yeah. everybody looks at this scenario so very differently. And unfortunately, I feel like, um, you know, I've seen a lot of judgment out there. You know, people that are in in the early days, I would say like, you know, I've got a number of people saying if everybody's required to wear a mask there's no way that I, I'm gonna come and you know then the other you know side of that coin we got folks that said well there's no way that I'm gonna come unless everybody's right. required to wear a mask <laughs> and so where does that leave a business owner you know it really puts you in an impossible catch-22 situation so I think it's you know evolving our collective um, you know ability to have compassion for everybody's buried Opinions and and comfort levels, and you know, allowing for people, you know, maybe they're immune compromised, maybe they're just super cautious, um, you know, maybe they're living with somebody that's elderly and they just need to take, for a peace of mind, if nothing else, need to take some more precautions. Then, you know, by all means, take those precautions. Or maybe they don't feel like that, and and that is fine too, you know, and just to. Mm-hmm kind of foster that acceptance. I think that is a huge piece of it just in terms of building community in you know in gyms or studios. Um, I think it's a huge huge piece of it. And I, and again, I'm continuing to offer Zoom both with regards to pandemic related precautions or just as a convenience. Um, yeah. you know, if, if it's just more convenient to zoom in uh, occasionally instead of coming physically into the studio, but you keep your routine going, then awesome. Um, So I think just understanding we're all coming at this from different um, situations and, you know, just to come at it without judgment and just to, to remain a place that's um, welcoming and accommodating. um, You know, I think that's pretty powerful.
6: I love it. I love it. And I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. But before we do head out of here, please give a shout out to your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything, just so the listeners yeah. can find some more info on you and your gym.
7: Thank you so much. Yes, definitely check out our website. We are at evolveportsmith.com, Um, And you can find our schedule and some more background about me there on evolveportsmith.com. Um, And then you can check us out and follow us, please, on Instagram and Facebook at Evolve Mindful Movement. So definitely give us a follow and uh, let us know what you like and what you want to see more of at Evolve Mindful Movement on Instagram and Facebook.
6: Yes, you guys, make sure you check them out. Jackie Lucas from Evolve Mindful Movement out of the West End of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I appreciate you once again. And as for the listeners here, don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out.